Good evening and welcome to another 55 minutes of Technology Conversations on radio. My name is Philip Ashon, and it's such a pleasure to come your way with another edition of the show today. We're going to be talking about social media. So if you don't have any idea or you are not sure exactly how to leverage social media, this is the episode for you. You're welcome to City Trends. So the world is celebrating everything social media and of course um, conversations as you would know on the show um, cover everything within the tech ecosystem and social media happens to be a very fundamental part of it. Of course um, social media day was um, first celebrated all the way in 2010 and every year on the 30th of june um it is of course celebrated um social media i'm sure you would know um is is basically the place where we all meet and have our conversations and it's of course it's become a very important tool in terms of gaining insight into consumer behavior and basically a space where we don't just have conversations but sometimes even activism happens um and and a lot more brands you know have been have been seen in recent weeks and months and years to take to social media to drive courses and, and, and everything else. And it's it's always nice when you know we sit back and take stock of what mm-hmm. the platforms are all about and what they actually do for us. And today um, I'm joined by um, a young a young man, a very young dynamic man, a global leader, of course, an influencer who has been working within the, the social media space for, for quite a bit and, um, you know, gives us both a global and an African perspective um, on what exactly is happening on the continent with creators, with issues having to do with income and everything else, but are mainly squarely focused on social media. And Brian Mogheni um, is a CEO and founder of Wowzy, um, which is um, a platform that allows influencers and uh, brands to basically connect and find the best way to collaborate. So, Brian, um, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Um, it's always a pleasure Cheers, to Philip. connect with, with, with my brothers from across the continent. So, you know, for the uninitiated, people who don't know you, um, who, who exactly is Brian and how did you start off on this social media journey? Cheers, Philip. It's a pleasure to be with you and pleasure to be with, with everybody else on the show. Um, yeah, so I, I started out, uh, my, my career is largely sat in technology. Um, I think uh, I personally, my personal mission is to build value through through technology. And I think for us in Africa, technology provides that opportunity to leapfrog and, and catch up with the rest of the world, create opportunities for the many millions in, uh, of youth across uh, the continent. Um, and definitely social media has played a big role in that. Um, so it's something that has been uh, part and parcel of my entire career. Um, and it's something that we are continuing to build a lot of value for African youth. And I'm looking forward to talking more about that with you today, Phil. I like that. I, I, I like that. And obviously, um, some of these things are way beyond ourselves, you know, and looking beyond yourself and seeing the impact of platforms that have been created 
to connect people and connect people with brands and everything else. I'm, I'm, I'm all for that in any day. But, you know, to, to kick things off, um, how much of what you knew social media to be um, has changed so far? Like, you know, we've been, we've, we've had our own experience with social media, everything from high five to what we have, Facebook and all these others. There are so many dynamics, things are changing by the day, but how much of the social media we knew back then, you know, has, has changed today? Definitely, quite quite a bit of it has changed. Um, you know, something that's quite funny, um, a couple of weeks back, or not so close back, but over Easter, um, I came across my six-year-old nephew um, on TikTok, and a few moments later, as I looked over my seven, my 60, 60 plus, let me not give the exact age, uh, year old mother was also on TikTok. Um, and uh, they're both actively <laughs> on it. That's interesting. And I'm the one who's trying to conversate uh, as as we get over a family get together. But that was that was quite interesting. You know, they they both have different use cases, and they're both very informed about it. Um, especially when some of the older demographic who, you know, were very averse to testing these new things. But once they get it and it works, they you find they're actually forwarding you a lot of messages. So a lot has changed, definitely. Um, and I think, you know, social media, uh, you know, the, when most people interacted with, with the internet um, and social media, the primary reasons those days were to connect, connect with family, connect with friends. And we've seen a significant amount of new use cases uh, on social media. Um, and generally, at, at a net sum level, there's a lot of significant value that has been added to the world. You know, um, some of these things would include, you know, um, the, the ability to educate and, and gain access to information. Um, you know, there's a lot of, of you know, groups and, uh, and, and uh, personalities to follow um, that one can actually follow and, and, and gain a skill. So, for example... Um, you, there's a lot of creators who have come up uh, and, and you know they, 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 they like to cook, for example, and you can do that by watching somebody, um, you know, getting access to community, uh, which is something else that's, that's similar. So the ability for different, you know, communities, let's say professional communities, um, social communities, um, as well as even educating people in politics and et cetera. The, these are new channels that uh, didn't really, you know, were not the core use cases of, of social media back in the days. Huh? And then more so even recently now, if you were to look back, let's say over the last two and a half, three years, there's been a massive acceleration in terms of the commerce that actually happens through social media. Um, you know, a lot of people, I'm not sure, Philip, if you've uh, bought something from Instagram, from Facebook, or if you've seen a restaurant somewhere and, and, and visited. Um, but over the last two, three years, the commerce aspect has really shot up. And that's that's really creating jobs, enabling people. You know, I personally know a very large number of people who, you know, would order stock from Alibaba, create a nice Instagram page, put it up, have a rider who delivers. And, and, and uh, that's how people actually, you know, earn their bread and butter daily. So the, 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 
it definitely has evolved um, over the last years. It's it's quite quite interesting as well to to just look at look back at. I mean that 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 clearly you know shows the differences that we've had over the years and the changes that we've seen as as well. And you know this, the example that you gave, um, for example, having a grandma and a grandson on a platform that is typically supposed to be seen as uh, as, as something for young people is always interesting. I personally, for example just um, recently got onto Snapchat and I'm still trying to figure out my way around it. And I am a technology writer, so you can, you can just imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, that, you, you, you know, and, and I'm just wondering, um, with these changes, um, do, you, do you like what you see? I mean, for some people, for me, for me, it's kind of scary because I'm just wondering mm-hmm. what the next phase of the social media journey is supposed to look like. Like in five years' time, what are the platforms you're going to be engaging on and, and things like that? Does, does it scare you at any point? Uh, not, not at all, not at all. Um, you know, if, if you generally look at uh, the, the, the net sum effect um, in terms of what social media has done, it's, 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 it's significantly leaning more toward the positive end. Um, and uh, you know, even the part that you know one may consider scary. Uh, at the same time, you can you can put the same principle of you know a, a butter knife in itself can be can be can be somewhat dangerous depending on how it's used. So, I think uh, for me, answer your question, it's, it's it's not scary. I think with the the increasing pace of change, I think that now calls for more conversation around it. Um, you know, it's the, what social media has done is provide access to a lot of things we naturally had access that was maybe somewhat limited, but it was there. It, you know, anything foul could be done in a different way. Um, and I think it's also at the same time as it has some items that we should look at closely, it's important for us to also now also really focus and leverage on everything else that we've got. And if we control this and that, how can we actually further leverage this this particular tool um, to 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 better lives, to increase change livelihoods? I think ultimately that's that's where everything boils down to. If everybody can can go to bed with a with a good meal and a smile on their face, um, and the the role that social media has played in that um, sh- should be should should enable that. I think that's core of humanity should always remain. Yeah. Yeah, but then, it's not, mm-hmm. no, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, it's not scared, not not scary at all. Not, not nothing to be scared. I'm sure very soon yourself, you'll also uh, be, you know, you're saying you just joined Snapchat. Uh, it there's so many platforms which now you don't necessarily have to be on everything at, at, and be perfect at everything. But over time, you get to see the value of what what really suits suits one. Mm-hmm. And and that that understanding obviously is, is really really important, especially. When you also think about, you know, the impact that social media has on people's daily lives, and and there's always that that need to be everywhere and to be seen on every platform as well, understanding other platforms and how they work, you know, it, it can get a very, it can get a little daunting, um, and I and I, and I can imagine for a social media manager, um, um, which and in recent years has become a very sought after role, you know, having 
people who can curate specific content, for example, for Twitter spaces and things like that has become a new skill that people all of a sudden need to have. And I'm just thinking also about the world of work and how social media is, is changing what we perceive to be the world of work. You know, and, and I don't know if you have a few, a few thoughts about that. All of a sudden, there are these new rules that, you know, all of a sudden people are occupying, which are very different, sharp, sharp difference between what we had about five years ago and what we have today as, as, as roles. Things like being an influencer, for example, sometimes ends up paying much better than, you know, working in, in an office, you know, on, with an eight to five job. How how do you how do those things sort of come to you when you when you look at the space that that, that we are in with social media that is definitely definitely very 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 interesting um, and I think if you generally look at the future of work and how 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 that world of work has been changing over the last couple of years uh, to a lot more decentralized work even before COVID to a lot more gig work. And, and and this these are this is these types of opportunities um, really really fill gaps and you can you can look at these types of roles as you know the formally informal uh, jobs that now are being formalized uh, especially at the creator level it's it's very interesting it's it's something that we as Wowzi are focused on building the the, the infrastructure and the technology to really amplify and bring these opportunities close to everybody and then connect both both demand and supply sides. So mm-hmm. yes, you're very interesting. There, there, I know a good number of creators who've really grown. Um, you know, for us and ourselves over the last two years, we've managed to to, to give out over 500,000 jobs um, to creators. 83% of these are going to people who would never really actually have that ability uh, to to access such an opportunity uh, before our technology, so it, it's it's primarily what you're talking about. People cropping up, and 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 that's good. That's good for Africa. This is a it's a space that we we look at and see the opportunity to, to create more jobs. Of course, not everybody can be a creator, but everybody does have some form of influence. You know, and on on, on our platform, we're looking at how can we actually match out. So, for instance, um, and I'm sure uh, Philip might like and be very interested in, in in the media space, and there could be certain you know communities globally that would want to connect with Philip to, to collaborate and things like that. Things that you may love to write about even in your own personal time. How do you get easily connected to that? Um, and and that could be very different from the TikToker who's a student who loves how to dance. Um, but in real sense, if, if you actually look at the value that uh, the creators do create, um, you can think about it as word of mouth, you know, at scale. Um, creators are very good. It, it, it's advertising mixed with entertainment plus personalization. So do you, all- think, do you think we, we undervalue the essence and the role that influencers and content creators sort of are playing in in, 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 the, in the communities that we belong in today. Do you, do you think for some reason, maybe on African continent, we are undervaluing just how essential um, they are to, to making it all tick and all come together? <coughs> Sorry. 
Yeah, def- definitely. Um, it, it is something that should be leveraged more. Um, if you're, for example, to look to, you know, towards uh, the, the West, um, you know, influencer marketing is a significantly massive interest, uh, industry compared to Africa on its own. Um, if you look at the East as well, you can see on, on Singles Day where two creators, one was formerly uh, a, a, a small shopkeeper, and the other used to have a normal nine-to-five job. Uh, within one, two years, they became, you know, social media superstars. And on Singles Day, two creators can turn over volume uh, worth over two billion dollars in a single day. So th- those numbers don't lie um, in terms of the the real, you know, power and and uh, and and opportunity for brands and small businesses alike. And if you do look at it, and when you're saying as Africa, do we underestimate it? Um, a lot of places that probably we all go, the places we visit, uh, the places we buy certain goods, um, they come from, you know, and, and we have a very communal culture, culture naturally across Africa to you know, move together, especially extended family, friends, etc. We all rely on each other's influence and recommendation and that is actually what influencer marketing is um w- what has happened of, over the recent years is that you know social media has provided a new stage for that to happen at scale but it's behavior that has been taking place for centuries uh years pretty much as far back as even up to the days of napoleon as far back as man, man has been there so it is something that should be leveraged more um it's, you know, the, the, a lot of the, the main uh, global brands are already fully leveraging the likes of like, the big campaigns with Coca-Cola, uh, with, with Diageo, with Procter & Gamble banks. They're very much at the forefront of this. And it is something that now we want to further extend and provide it as a channel um, for even the small individual business. Um, if you think about how the small individual business grows, it's by a referral. And... Uh, that 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 means your customer is your best influencer, um, and and th- and those are some of the tools we put we plugged in into our platform to enable even a small business to turn their customers into creators, um, and and into influencers, people who will prefer and and grow the business. So it is something that has a significant uh, amount of of runway to be leveraged across uh, the continent. Well, listeners, you are still tuned in to 97.3 City FM, and we are having a conversation around social media, what it is today, how it's going to look like in a couple of years, and how basically you can better leverage it for your business, for your personal, for anything else really in between. And we are having a conversation with Brian Mugeni, who is a CEO and co-founder of Wowzy, which is a platform that basically um, brings content creators, influencers, brands together, um, and you know they are doing incredible stuff. And we'll get into a bit of what Wowzy is all about um, later on in the conversation. But Brian, um, you know people people have talked about the role that social media plays. We have talked, for example, about how social media, you know, basically is it does a lot of the monitoring, the responding, the amplifying, and the leading. And I'm just wondering from you, you have touched on it in a certain sense, but if you could you know, share with us your thoughts on how social media manifests itself 
um, for a business, you know, a tech entrepreneur who's doing the listening right now. And um, in these four rooms, that is the monitoring, the responding, the amplification, and then the leading. Yeah, de definite. <clears throat> it's a great touch point and, 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 uh, and uh, a great point I can, I'd, I'd like, like to go further on as well. Um, if, if we look at uh, a business, um, you know, the best thing a, a business can do is to be very close to their customer. The, the closer you are with your customer, the better you can understand them, the better you can serve them, and the better your business can grow. So social media now has provided you know, a platform or a town hall uh, or, or, or an easy way to access and be very close to your customer, even when you leave your office at 5 p.m., um, even if your customer is you know, 500 kilometers away from you, and and that that's the the the, the massive advantage that, that that social media is providing to businesses. So if you had to look at it from the monitoring perspective, generally, uh, even in traditional marketing channels, um, you know, word of mouth happens as we all are moving about town, as we are going about our day. Um, the same same type of word of mouth happen on social media. You know. Individuals are spending a significant amount of time on social media daily. So, from the monitoring aspect, now that you know, traditional word of mouth cannot be cannot be measured or captured because it happens in people's homes, it happens in the bus, etc. But on social media, the conversations that are public um, can be monitored. The conversations where your brand or your business is is mentioned or tagged can be monitored. That just simply enables you to get that quick feedback loop, which could include feedback, what customers think about your product, what they would like, um, as well as even orders for certain businesses. Um, there's a, a good number of tools. Um, for example, some of all of the campaigns that we run on Wowsly, each brand is able to get a full real-time substantial report on what are people saying about my product? What, what's this how is it campaign working? And it's it's that first bit of information that any business can work with to 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 better serve their customers. Um, in terms of responding when there's customers have issues, um, and customers probably do more often than not tell you what their problem is. Um, sometimes you have to see it for the customer, but when they tell you that, this is a great chance to respond. Um, so I think that this is it's providing businesses pretty much the ability to operate outside normal working hours, the ability to be very close with their customers in ways that were impossible before, before today, because someone could be home at 10 p.m. after settling down, they're relaxed uh, with their family and they're talking about your brand. Um, on social media, maybe now that if that person is having a chat with their cousin on social media, you, or their friends or people on Twitter, you can track that. Um, this would be, unheard of before. Um, and then now when it gets to the piece of uh, amplifying um, and, 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 you know, influencer marketing does a great job of amplifying this. It's, it's how really driving change of behavior over time. Um, so we've, we've all seen a lot of the best campaigns that have gone viral. Um, um, we've, you know, on social media, when you have one happy customer who left your store today, and then when they get home, they take a nice selfie with the new pairs of shoes they got from you. Um, 
uh, all of a sudden 2000 people see it so that that ability for it to to trend is, is important and 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 i think at the net some social media provide people access to a much wider market um much faster with less inputs you know uh without having to rely on infrastructure you can actually close the deal without having to go through you know the stresses of traffic across uh, uh, some of the, the cities across our continent and then lastly on the lead side of things um and this is now when how can you now drive sales from your business um so with for any business i think it's it's extremely important even b2b businesses it, i would encourage b2b businesses to to leverage an online an online presence and to be listening to leverage tools such as Wowzy, leverage tools, other listening tools, so that you can know what's going on. Um, it's something that uh, you, you cannot, uh, it's, there's no excuse not to be near your customer. So wherever your customer is, we should all be there as a business. And, and this is a, a great, easy platform for both sides. I like, I like that, like practicalizing it uh, as well. I think I think that really, really helps to bring bring the message home. But you know, in, in recent in recent times, we've seen what some people have called social commerce. I don't know what you call it, but you know, people jumping on social media as you I tweeted a couple of minutes ago, um, making you know products available, people sharing their their thoughts about products, and sometimes to a certain extent, even influencing you know um, package design, for example, and 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 all of that. But social commerce has you know become such a huge thing, and um, I just want to know is it is it working or, or not? And um, as you know, my my show basically is focused on reaching out a lot to also to tech businesses. But you know, what can tech businesses look to? gain and potentially even exploit you know from a social commerce point of view yeah de definitely social commerce is, is is massive uh if you actually look at it globally this it, it forms a, a a one million one trillion plus uh global industry um it, it's it's massive i think that 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 in itself <laughs> is, is no small foot and generally you see social commerce as you know the different ways that that one can describe um social commerce but it, from the online aspect look at look at it from the, the point of view where people can sell goods buy goods on social sites um but beyond that at the same time social commerce also happens offline um i know in in our african culture you know the 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 mothers um, um might shop in bulk together and split it as friends um students might do the same thing um that that's a form of social commerce and 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 we we're striving to enable and make all of these channels easier um from the perspective of a, of a technology company you know first and foremost uh you know any every single tech company is 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 mobile first it's it's digital first you must have a uh, uh, presence online and, and and providing your service online and the 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 real value where tech businesses can can leverage social commerce is in, is to build trust for their businesses um um social commerce is particularly driven through the trust between individuals who will, who know each other very well or, or between individuals who look up to for instance a certain celebrity but you know, at the same time, Phil's best friends 
have significantly much more ability to to to, to influence uh, uh, Philip very well um, and much more. Um, so those are if you look at friends, two guys, it's much more than let's say for example uh, a celebrity as well. So a tech business can leverage you know people who have affinity to their brands, their customers to drive that commerce through you know putting the trust out there. Um, if when when uh, you know when Uber launches, for example, or for example, if I could you know maybe talk about a startup um, that that for example is into fintech, um, one huge way for them to build that trust is to actually if a startup has a set of users is to work with these users, get them online, turn them into their influencers, their creators, and they will now drive and build that social trust that you know over time converts into business for, for that for that particular company. So I trust would be one of the main the main uh, items that any tech company can directly leverage. Uh, beyond that, once you build that trust now it's to you know work towards the conversion funnel. Um, how do you get people right you know at, at to the top of your, of your journey of your customer journey and up to the end of the conversion funnel. But it, it is something that is is definitely there. It's huge. Um, the amount of people who necessarily uh, are not uh, formally employed but are running businesses on social media is massive, and and more so in in countries like Africa, uh, or I mean continents like uh, emerging markets such as African countries and, and and Southeast Asia. It's something that is massive and growing really fast, as it it actually puts a lot of bread uh, on the table for many families. And, and, and that's that's a very interesting point that, that you raised a couple of seconds ago about, you know, businesses seeing to a certain extent their customers as influencers and treating them as such. I don't know. I don't know if, if businesses tend to focus on that a lot more these days based on, you know, just your reading of the market. I just, I just get this sense that if businesses, you know, especially startups started looking at their their customers as influencers for them within certain spaces, probably um, the way they deliver service to them will probably change because, I mean, there there are some influencers who, yes, they might have a name, but really do not Mm -hmm. command that level of engagement that, you know, a business would need. But if you probably treated, you know, your average Joe who comes into the shop and probably buys a product and showcases it to literally everybody who would hear, that person sometimes ends up becoming a bigger influencer and um, um, influencer than, you know, someone you're going to pay a thousand or two thousand or five thousand dollars for. And I, I, I just wonder what your thoughts are about that businesses taking each and every customer to be more or less an influencer and, and, and how it's going to change the dynamic between the business and the customer. Uh, great, yeah, great question. Good question, Philip. Uh, that, that is actually exactly uh, what Wowsy does. Wowsy powers uh, and, and provides that infrastructure to help any business do that really fast. So, you know, like you've said, that, that average Joe, who is not so average because he can actually convince maybe half of his friends who might be what you know his following might be 500 a thousand people and he'll have a very close you know close community around him which is very similar to him you know um 
But now if you can run campaigns with individuals such as Joe, um, you know, at scale, um, imagine if you could X Joe times by a thousand seamlessly, you know, as a brand, then you start seeing some real traction. So it is working very well. Some of the best campaigns we've done and, and what we would call the Joe would be a, a nano influencer. This is this is generally any individual with a you know at least about 500 followers, if it's from the online perspective, 500 followers um, to, to 5,000. You find such individuals are largely followed by, and I don't know how many followers you have, Philip, <laughs> um, on, on one of your pages, but you it's, find it's that- It's uh, definitely not, not enough to command a big, big amount in terms of sponsorship deals. I can tell you that. <laughs> so, so, so Philip, Philip is uh, in the same boat as, as, as Joe, in the same boat as Steve. So, so you, that's perfect. But I'm very sure that the people who actually follow you, even though if it's not massive, are people who personally know you, are people you've worked with, people you went to school with. Uh, and you'll find, there's, you'll find there's a very, you know, probably strong 50 who are just like you. They consume the same products you do. They, they go to most of the same places. Uh, by any chance, if you guys have... Any of your friends are parents. Most of them have also also children, young children, and that that person is the, the following of the of the average Joe. That the, those followers are much more closer to the target customer of whichever brand. So, for instance, if uh, if you might be a fan of Rolex, uh, Philip, uh, I'm very sure a good number of your friends are Rolex fans, and they would also purchase a Rolex. And and that 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 is where that real real power is for the business. And and that was we just build a platform that helps businesses do that uh, at scale without the the headache of having to to probably do this manually with five thousand people. And at the same time, on the other side, five thousand people are now getting a new opportunity that they would naturally not have, but they can actually excel at. Um, you know, if it's a, if it's a you know product to do with insurance, probably Philip might be better place to salesman for well and and that's now some you might know someone needs it and they can afford it so there's a lot of value and that's the value that we can now provide back to to Philip as some as an earning uh you know as an income stream and on this other side as a significant value for a business and even the small businesses generally in the CBDs tend to work like that in, 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 the, in the offline space still. Yeah. So it is very powerful and I do agree with you. I think it's uh, more and more so that's, that's something we're really trying to encourage businesses to do. Um, the, the, the brands that we've worked with that have leveraged nano influencers at scale um, have performed very well, especially in the telco space. Um, and then right at the small individual space, it's, if you can turn your, you know, if a small business can spend $200 uh, per month um, to, 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 to run them, to do some marketing. Uh, uh, you know, the small business that, that can do that, if they could send customers and their customers know are uh, very close to other people who are probably going to be their customers as well. So it's, it's money well spent. Wow. Wow, that's I just I you know I I just hope that you know for 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 the 
young businesses, even established businesses doing a listening. I, I just hope it, it might seem like a completely new, like a, a shift almost, you know, in terms of priorities for marketing departments and things like that. But I mean, now you, you can't build a business without a social media presence. And I'm guessing though the shift might be uncomfortable, it's a shift that everybody needs to start reorienting themselves themselves around. Well, listeners are still tuned in to City Trends on 97.3 City Epic. We're having a conversation about social media, what it is today, what it will be in a couple of years' time. Obviously, um, last week we did celebrate Social Media Day, and we are joined by Brian, um, who is a CEO and founder for and Wowzy, and um, he's been walking us through what social media is today, um, you know, the great dynamics that are at play at the moment. And one of the things that we just talked about a couple of minutes ago basically has to do with the fact that a lot of businesses need to start reorienting themselves in terms of their marketing teams to see each customer as an influencer, just because of the circles that they are potentially going to be going to be running in. But you know, Brian, you know, this this world of influencers is is always been a tricky one. You know, um, customers, a customer might not like something, right? They might not be necessarily ready to make a purchase of a product. But then someone who they admire um, comes up and says, you know, you need to get this, you have to get that. And all of a sudden, people are making purchases that you know they might not necessarily need. You know, and I mean, yes, it might not, it might not be a perfect situation, but then from an ethical point of view, the kind of do you have a couple of questions? And I was I was wondering if you could share some thoughts on that. Yeah, yeah, we definitely from time to time as as people get swayed uh, get swayed with, with people we, we look up to, people we aspire to. Um, and uh yeah, there's there's definitely some some authenticity that that is important to maintain, and as well as ethics. And and yeah, on that particular point, you know, one thing that we we, we I would encourage every single individual is is uh it's it's very important to to, to go back to the core basics of of of, of the needs and wants uh, as an individual, and and and. Uh, especially in these tough times of, of today, these very unique economic uh, uh, times globally. Um, this, this would be a time to, to remind everybody to, to, to simply uh, be disciplined in, in, in managing their needs and wants, yeah? And, we, you know, with, with certain creators, um, the best thing about actually that last piece that we were just uh, talking about where your customer can be your influencer, that that is the most authentic uh, person to actually leverage, uh, or, or if you're going to buy something, because that individual actually has used the product, that individual understands the product, that individual cannot mislead you. Yeah, um, that individual you probably know them one way or the other through society uh, personally. So. I think there's a, there's a there's a definite red line, just like you see an advert on uh, on on TV with a you know a you know a sports person or or a you know any type of celebrity personality. Uh, it's it's all designed it's all designed to 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 drive the purchase um, and at the same time. So 
And on this particular point, I would just remind people to just stay stay disciplined with, with how they purchase and and uh, it's the best time to also refresh on 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 just general financial advice and stuff like that. But it's something that you can find across the board, be it through an influencer or celebrity influencer with massive following uh, to the TV ad to, to when you're or listening on anything online, etc. So it's a it's a tricky one, but uh, yeah, we, that one is one to remind people as individuals. Nice, nice. Um, but you know, generally, give us a sense of what the influencer space on the continent looks like. You know, um, you you have the data, I'm guessing. So uh, can you can you paint us a picture of what the influencer um, space looks like on, on the continent now? Yep, and it's 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 uh, changed and is growing very very fast. Um, the, the, the creator space across the continent is, is very active. Um, it's, it's penetrated not just through the main cities uh, of, of, of the countries across the continent, but far into the regions, you know, far, far into out of town uh, locations. Yeah? When you go, and, and, and that's largely been led by the, you know, the penetration of mobile of internet availability so it's it's very active um i think for every single individual to see it um just as you walk about stop and look around and look at how many people are on their phones how many people are on social media um the number of creators is is scaling significantly fast right now even on our platform we've got uh just a little bit over a hundred thousand creators um, and this, you know, not so long, one, two, three, four years back, brands would be working with a maximum, you know, uh, pool of, a, let's say, 10, 20 big celebrities in every single country. Um, so that's really changed. Um, another view of the creator space across Africa is that it's significantly Gen Z led. Um, and uh, there's a whole new breed of and uh, and and very energetic young gen z youth who are very creative um, who consume information through their mobile phone much more than they do through any sometimes even any books sometimes even uh, any any tv any websites and 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 that's how they relate um so if you look at africa again where we've got a, a mean age an average age of of 19 um so that's really the real massive, um, you know, population that we're looking at here. And uh, as you can see, since that this become, this population is very young, it is something that is going to stick. This is something that is very much in their nature. Um, so generally, it's really grown. People have become very creative. There's a lot of, you know, even if you look abroad in Italy, uh, one of the renowned universities launched a course for, for, for influencer marketing. We, we've also added a lot of uh, creator learning material on our platform and, and we have different things to engage because it is becoming a job for a lot of creators. Um, a lot of people are earning from it. Um, so it, it's something that is definitely there. Um, if you look at some of the biggest brands, they're already leveraging it you know, from FMCGs to technology companies such as Netflix to even this, you know, the, the small business that, uh, that uh, sells dresses, you'll find, you know, a news anchor will be given a dress. Uh, they actually get that dress from a very small store in the, in the middle of a 
central business district. Um, that, that stall will have about 20 pieces when the news anchor wears it and posts it on social media, the rest sells once it's been tagged. So, you know, right, that, right down to that small individual businesses, language and creative. And it, I, I see it as a great opportunity to, to have, uh, you know, creators get getting dignified jobs um, beyond just creating very engaging content. And that entertainment piece is what really, really drives influencer marketing across. But beyond just uh, you know creating engaging, exciting content, how can the 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 creators become micro entrepreneurs? You know now that they can build an audience, um, can they be able to to start selling products? Can they be able to eventually start employing people? Um, and this this is and, and this will eventually transverse off off social media as well. So I see it as a great opportunity uh, and one that we as Africa should really grab with both hands and uh, and drive it forward if uh like i said uh you know two billion dollars worth of goods can be sold in one day by two influencers um, um that says it says a lot uh, we've got the payment infrastructure yeah it does. it does but brian you know it's it's all well and good you know the numbers the figures the potential but you know, someone doing the listening right now probably is wondering, what am I supposed to do to get there? You know, what what should we be doing as you know potential content creators, as content creators doing the listening? What should we be doing? How should we be changing our strategy to be able to tap into you know these incredible figures and these incredible opportunities? I mean, the global content creator economy, for example, currently is worth about one hundred billion US dollars. What should we be doing to be able to tap into that? Yeah, yeah. Thank, thanks for for asking that, and we do hope that uh, a few content creators can come out of this this conversation today. Maybe, maybe even Philip, yourself, myself can can join that that group. I'm already. I, I look. I look forward to that. <laughs> uh, but I think, but yeah, some of the tips I would provide here would be number one to. You know the the best content creators have have really blossomed through authenticity, through being true to themselves. So you know, as an individual, look at yourself. You know, what values do you stand for? What do you care about? What do you enjoy? What do you do? What do you not do? It's it's very important for 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 a creator to be very clear on those on those items because at the end of the day, it's something that you're going to do every day. You do not want to get bored. And if it's not something you're passionate about, you do not want to, to get more than after two, three months. So authenticity is a big, big piece. Um, you know, if it's if you're particularly uh, and someone who loves environmental, uh, you know, projects, etc. If you're somebody who's into fashion, into food, you know, be very true to that. Um, and that comes in handy once you start getting gigs, you know. Um, you know, we even recently did a campaign uh, that, that ran for Bolt. And the, the main creator there was a CEO of the, pretty much the region's largest uh, um, uh, environmental protection um, NGO. Um, and and it's, this was to do with when Bolt, I don't know if you saw it, when Bolt planted 11 million trees, it was pushed globally. But that was something that, She's a CEO, but she's you know very gone to the, some of the best schools in the world and, and is representing Africa globally. But she's someone who also had never been a creator, but she's very passionate about 
environmental protectionism. She enjoyed that, and she was she was actually the brand looked for her, um, and and that's what enabled what we've seen creators get gigs that are very long term. But if you if you're very spread too thin, or things that you don't like, you you're pretty much shooting yourself short. You know, after, after a few months. You know, the second piece I'd, I'd encourage individuals is is to join. You know, join 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 a platform. You know? For instance, we've built Wowzy for this very reason. How can we connect a creator? And and we on, we look at everybody can be a creator. It depends on your interest. And, and there's very many different types of jobs that can come beyond just influencer marketing. But join a platform that can expose you now to different brands that can enable you to be. You know, to to learn from the best. Uh, we do weekly master classes. We've got an e-learning platform where some of the best creators are teaching up and coming creators. Um, I would highly recommend uh, people to join a platform. Um, so, for example, on Wowzy, you can simply download the app uh, uh, and simply sign up in a few minutes. You get you get undergo a few checks, and then you're you're good to go. You might just get your first Coca-Cola gig. Um, another good reason to join a platform as well is to get access to the to the campaigns. If a campaign is being run to ten thousand creators across the whole country, uh, you know, you a creator no longer has to, you know, find a phone number of somebody somewhere, get a meeting, go meet them, try convince them, negotiate, follow up on their payment. All of this is automatically sorted on on on, our, on the Wazi platform. At the same time, also by making easy for the brand where they don't also have to do that so that pretty much exposes you we've had creators you know do campaigns that have been set up from the netherlands you know the likes of netflix that's where they hq from india um a creator in a crowd might not be able to be visible to that person in india but when you're on your platform and you've shown your work and you that given being not having to deal with that administrative headache um, which is done through the technology on the app. You can see that very transparently. You, you're able to actually focus on your craft. Um, so I think, and, and start, the final bit I would uh, always say is to start. You know, it's usually the hardest thing is to start, but the more you keep going, the better you become. Um, you know, surround yourself as a creator with like-minded creators, co-create, learn from the best. We've seen creators even, you know, blossom and become movie stars um I've, I've interacted with a good number of creators over the last month and uh some of them i'm pretty sure at some point uh might be in hollywood uh very soon yeah so authenticity and in, in your craft uh, get yourself on 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 on, on a platform to rousey and and most importantly uh surround yourself with with, with the like-minded community as well I mean, as we wrap up on the conversation, Baron, I'm just wondering, um, is, is Wazi available across the continent, across the world? Is it available in Ghana? You know, if anybody, for example, wants to get a sense of what, you know, is available out there, is, is that something that someone in Ghana can, can easily latch onto? Yes, yes, definitely. We have just gone live in, 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 in Ghana. Um, we are also live in Nigeria, um, in Tanzania, in Kenya, and Uganda. So definitely, if you're in Ghana, you can download the, the app on Play Store. Um, if you're a brand looking to run a campaign, uh, whether you're a small business or a large multinational, 
you simply visit wavi.co and sign up and create an account. And uh, a lot more cool stuff uh, will be coming uh, in Accra very soon uh, from some of the work that we're doing. We've uh, got a fantastic team on the ground. Um, yeah, so it's definitely, definitely ready. Um, probably the first creator campaign once you sign up will be a Wowzy campaign. So there's one waiting already. If I can sneak that there. That's a gig for creators already. Nice, nice. Well, um, Brian, any, any final words before um, we wrap up on the show today? Yeah, it's been a real pleasure chatting with you, Philip, today. Uh, I hope that even with the, the wider audience, um, you know, I think this, this, this is the time for, for, for African youth. We're one of the main, you know, there's a lot of talent across Africa. There's a lot of talent uh, that, is, that needs to, 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 to explore a dignified job. Um, and, and this is something new. Um, we're looking, we're very excited to work with a lot of creators. We're very excited to create creators. Um, that is something that we passionately track. So we look forward to engaging with anybody and everybody, uh, literally right from the gate man to the CEO, to the celebrity, to the chef, to the, you know, to the bus driver, you know, to the student, to the TikToker, um, and, and help people, uh, you know, earn a living as we grow uh, businesses. That's, 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 that, that's the balance that our platform provides. It's providing jobs on one end and on the other side providing a channel for businesses to grow. So very excited. Uh, please do check out Wowzy. And uh, yeah, looking forward to engaging a lot more and chatting as we keep going across this journey. Uh, Philip, um, I'd love to just keep, keep touching base as well together. Well, we, we appreciate the time, Brian. Um, well, this is, I, I'm, I'm not sure if you are still sitting on the fence. I'm, 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 I am sold, have been sold, and still keeping, um, keep getting sold on, um, on the potential of social media. Yes, it might seem scary, especially if you're just starting out the journey, but I, I can promise you that at the end of the day, if you, if you stick to what, you, what is true to you and, um, you know, stick to what you love and express it, in the best way possible, you will find an audience that will definitely want to latch on to it. And there are platforms, for example, like uh, Brian's Wowzy, that will give you the opportunity to connect with the brands that are looking for people just like you to be able to um, push, push, push their brands, you know, into the spaces that they are looking for. Brian, thank you so much. Uh, for, for joining us for the conversation once again. Well, listeners, this is where we draw the curtain down on the show. It's, it's been a pleasure coming your way. Um, I, I do hope that, you know, this conversation has been helpful in one way or the other. A big thank you, of course, to the production team for setting this up and making the show possible. And a big thank you to you for staying tuned in. Um, I do hope that the notes that you've made, um, you put them to use and you would get your influencer and content creating um, juices running. This is where we join on the curtains on the show. My name is Philip Sean once again. Till next week, stay techy.